the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform? Do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? There is a standoff taking place between the migrants and New York City officials. Many of the migrants want better quality housing. And to all these people who are very talented, I don't think you could do what he could, what he did, and I want him to have another shot. Now, from the relief Factor.com studios. Here's Mike Gallagher. Pretty fascinating how progressives have told us for years that black Americans are incapable of racism because, after all, whites have all the privilege and the power. And now, all of a sudden, you got five black police officers who are white supremacists. That's fascinating. Fascinating to me. I just just like that, boom! All of a sudden, if a black motorist is beaten by black police officers, suddenly that whole racist narrative gets turned on its head. Pierce Morgan, of all people, wrote an editorial for the New York Post saying racism didn't kill Tyree Nichols. Moronic, poorly trained cops did. Poorly trained. That, that to me, is interesting because I'd like to know what level of training these officers had or didn't have. How do you train somebody not to fly into a rage? Did you hear about the the white cop that they now have on tape saying, I hope they, and pardon my language, but you should hear it, I hope they stomp his ass. I hope they stomp his, you want, what? And, I, I, you know, I'm asking an inevitable question that I feel guilty about. The inevitable question that I feel guilty about, I must ask. But I'll tell you why I feel guilty about it, because it feels like I'm blaming the victim here. And I don't want to blame the victim. I have nothing but, but sympathy and sadness over the death of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, like I, I think almost everybody in the world does. This is one issue where finally we seem a little bit unified. We're all disgusted and angry and sickened over the beating death of this Memphis FedEx driver. But I can't stop wondering what caused these police officers to collectively fly into a blind rage. I hope they stomp his ass. What? For what? What did he do? Reckless driving? He didn't turn his turn signal on? What did he did he did he coast through a stop sign? Was he was he taunting them? Was he And listen, the reason I feel guilty about it is again, it sounds like one of those, oh, well what did she do to get the beating that she received from her boyfriend or her husband? You know what I mean? I don't want to make it sound like he did anything that deserved getting beaten to death because he didn't. But what in the world led to this kind of fury? This kind of violence, this kind of rage, I I don't get it. I do not understand this at all. And you got the the typical race baiters out in force. Look at Whoopi Goldberg yesterday. She had to weigh in. Listen to this classic comment. Listen to this despicable takeaway 
well, if white people got beat more often, maybe we'd get this fixed. This is something that she actually said yesterday on ABC's The View. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform from the ground up? Because clearly, it doesn't matter if it's a white policeman or a black policeman. It is a problem in the police and the policing itself. You know, seems things don't seem to make sense to people unless it's somebody they can feel or they can recognize. But how many times do we have to, do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? I'm not suggesting that. So don't write us and tell me what a, you know, what a racist I am. Oh, you're a racist. Nobody needs to write you. You don't need to put that down in writing. You are a racist. And now that it's okay to recognize that black black people are capable of racism, because now it is, it's it's accurate to call Whoopi Goldberg a racist. What, you want white people beat? You don't think us white people can relate to a 29-year-old man beaten to death by police officers? You see, for most of us, Whoopi, it isn't about race. It's about corruption and, and, and brutality and crime. These are criminals. This is awful. But we're capable... I know you don't think that us white folks are capable of any empathy for black people. Don't worry, Whoopi, we are. I'm not sure you have any empathy for white people, because evidently you want some white people beaten to death too, right, Whoopi? Do you notice how she uh, how she caught herself? She It's almost like she realized halfway through that idiotic monologue that she was stepping in it big time. Here's the mayor of New York City. Here's Mayor Eric Adams, also happens to be a a, a black man. Listen to his takeaway on racism involving the death of Tyree Nichols. Okay, well, let me ask you, Chief C.J. Davis, in my interview with her, she said that all the officers being black, it takes race off the table. Do you agree with that? Uh, No, no, I don't. Uh, I think that I understand what uh, the chief was saying, and I think she uh, really handled this situation in a very professional way. She moved swiftly. She ensured that those officers were removed from the department. She took all the necessary steps. Uh, But I think uh, race is still on the table. Uh, When a culture of policing historically has treated uh, those from different groups differently, uh, even when the individuals are from that same group, that culture can still exist and we have to zero in on it being honest about it and making sure that we properly train police for the realities of the cities that they are policing in yeah don't take that off the table mayor eric adams said to don lemon on cnn no 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 don't take race has got to be on the table race is very much a part of this okay well good to know that black americans are capable of being racists too just like the uh just like all of us wow It's the uh, final day of January, January 31st, 2023. It's Tuesday. We're in the relieffactor.com studios, and great to have you along for the ride. Our number is 800-655-MIKE. We have a lot of things to cover today and a lot of other issues. Don't worry, we're not spending all day on this. A lot of people are already like, we we get it. Justice is going to be dispensed. Justice must be served. This should have never happened. Um, But we can't obsess about this either. Last night... I was kind of looking through social media and I saw one site where they showed a whole bunch of white people being beaten, being shot, being manhandled by police officers. Wasn't much news about it when it happens. There wasn't much to do about it. Well, white people have gotten beaten up Killed by police forever. But that doesn't quite make news. But it's complicated when it's a black guy beaten by five black officers. That complicates everything. Here's a text message on the MyPillow text line. And incidentally, if I got big news from MyPillow, Mike Lindell has a major announcement about a product that you're going to need to have. Believe you me, if you love MyPillow, you're going to love this product. And I've got this announcement coming up. Get ready for this. But here's a text message 
It's not a hard question to answer. It's emphatically not the police training. That's a BS line used every time. We're told there is systemic racism and therefore we need to reform the entire system. It's just not the case. If we actually started punishing the offenders instead of the majority of police officers that exist, maybe we'd get results. Punish the five officers who went rogue and stop blaming policy. You know, I tend to agree with this texture. What policy do you want to change to prevent five officers from flying into a rage and beating a guy to death? This isn't policy. It isn't training. What training? You think they need to be trained? Don't beat a guy to death? Who committed a traffic infraction? Give me a break. There's a lot of other areas we could delve into. It has nothing to do with policy. It has nothing to do with training. And frankly... It has nothing to do with racism. Let's see if you agree or not. 1-800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. Hope you join us. We want to put your voice front and center. You jam our talk lines every day, and we're glad you do. So if you have something on your mind and you can't get through, leave us a voicemail. Call 800-655-MIKE and press option 2 to get it off your chest. And maybe on the air on The Mike Gallagher Show. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034, 800-928-6034, or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box, and with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform? Do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? There's a standoff taking place between the migrants and New York City officials. Many of the migrants want better quality housing. And to all these people who are very talented, I don't think you could do what he could, what he did, and I want him to have another shot. Now, from the Relief Factor Studios. Here's Mike Gallagher. Of all the crazy stories going on in the world right now, the craziest has to be illegals in New York City refusing to leave their cushy hotel because they want better quality housing. And the city of New York is like, well, what are we going to do? They don't want to leave. They don't want to leave the hotel. These are all single men who were told they had to leave their hotel rooms at the West Side Hotel in Hell's Kitchen in Midtown Manhattan in order to make room for migrants with families, including women and children. They were going to have the men be relocated to a temporary shelter 
at a cruise line terminal in Brooklyn, New York. They ain't going. Doesn't meet their standards. <laughs> it does. It, it's not. It's, this housing is not good enough for these illegals. They want to stay in the hotel. And so they're just not leaving. And of course, New York being New York, they don't know what to do because they don't want to look like they're anti-migrant. What are you going to do? You can't be mean to them. This is a little bit like the Tyree Nichols story. This awful beating death of this 29-year-old FedEx driver in Memphis. All we've heard for years is that black Americans are incapable of racism. You can't be racist if you're black. Whites have all the privilege. Only white people are racists. In fact, we should find that montage. We should absolutely find a montage of all the progressives and all the lefties and all the loony leftists who say blacks cannot possess the ability to be racist. Well, evidently in Memphis, that rule just got thrown out the window which is kind of welcome news because a lot of us have argued that anybody is capable of bigotry and hatred in their heart and racism, including blacks. So now, evidently, all bets are off because these five black officers, in a racist rage, beat a young black man to death. Oh, how the tide turns, huh? But hey, Eric Adams, they got their hands full there in New York City. Because you wanted to be a a sanctuary city. Well, welcome to the party. Aren't you glad you're a sanctuary city now? All these big progressive blue cities. Come one, come all illegals. We want you here. We'll give you housing. We'll give you health care. We'll give you cell phones. We'll give you voter ID cards. Come on in. The water's fine. Now, New York City's saying, uh, hey, all you single men in your cushy hotel rooms after you snuck across the border and entered the United States illegally, now you want to, now we want to move you out to make room for families. Because after all, if you're going to give a luxury hotel room for free to an illegal, because don't forget, they ain't paying for it, we are. The taxpayers pay for it. So the taxpayers are footing the bill for luxury hotels to be giant shelters for all the illegals who are coming into New York as a result of New York City's sanctuary status. And believe me, these governors like Abbott, DeSantis, they're shipping them to New York. You want to be a sanctuary city? Be a sanctuary. Welcome them in. Check out this report from Fox News Channel's David Lee Miller. At this hour, there is a standoff taking place between the migrants and New York City officials. You can take a look behind me. You can get a glimpse of what's taking place here just outside Hell's Kitchen neighborhood in Manhattan. A few dozen migrants living on the streets say they will not move. All of them are single men who were told this weekend they had to leave their rooms at a Westside hotel in order to make room for migrants with families, including women and children. The plan was for all the single men to be relocated to a cruise line terminal in Brooklyn that has been set up as a temporary shelter. Many of the migrants say the terminal is not acceptable and want better quality housing. They are now not being allowed back into the hotel. A few dozen migrants remain there. They refuse to leave. Some holdouts were removed this afternoon. A number boarded buses taking them to that Brooklyn site, while just as many decided to camp outside on the street, outside the hotel. Now, New York City homeless outreach workers have tried and failed to convince the men that living on the street is not an option, although the migrants did agree to remove about a dozen or so tents. One of the migrants from the Dominican Republic, who said his name was Wilson, broke down in tears discussing his plight. He told me he came here to work and is not being treated humanely. He said the shelter is cold, uncomfortable, and does not have enough bathrooms. He says it's not far from the subway and that they lock the doors at 11 o'clock, which makes it difficult for him to keep a job. The mayor's office, for its part, issued a statement that reads in part, and I quote, the facilities at Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will provide the same services as every other humanitarian relief center in the city, and the scheduled relocations to Brooklyn Cruise Terminal this weekend took place as planned. We remained in serious need of support from both our state and 
federal governments. So at this hour, it's not uncertain. It's not certain what's going to happen to the migrants who are living on the street. Temperatures right now hovering around 50 degrees. Later this week, they're expected to drop significantly into the 20s. These migrants simply do not have the clothing and the gear to withstand those type of temperatures. Meanwhile, Mayor Adams is saying that the city is overwhelmed by the sheer number of migrants, 46,000 since spring. The migrants, for their part, say they deserve better quality housing that the city argues it cannot afford. You know, you can't really blame the illegals. Remember when they got off the buses at the Port Authority and all those city officials were lined up to welcome them, treating them like conquering heroes returning from battle? Ah, come into New York. Hello. Here's a water here's some water. You want some you want some some food? Here, here's some I mean, it was unbelievable. These are people who've broken the law. These are people who <laughs> don't, the 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 Brooklyn Cruise Terminal doesn't meet their standards. My gosh. Imagine imagine a burglar breaking into your home and you say you're like you're like the 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 character in uh, Les Misérables. You stole a loaf of bread. Remember the remember in Les Misérables it was the priest who Jean Valjean stole a candlestick because he was trying to feed his 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 family and the priest was so gracious and they were going to arrest him and the priest said, "Wait a minute, you missed another one. Take the other candlestick. Take the other silver candlestick. I want you to feed your family. I mean, it was such an act of grace and compassion and kindness. Imagine somebody broke into your house and you said, oh, you you, you're, you broke in because you're cold outside. You want a nice place to live? Here, sleep on my couch. You can sleep on the fold-out couch in the living room. And the burglar says, ah, 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 I don't want the couch. I want the master bedroom. I want the king-size bed. <laughs> That's exactly what this is like. Uh, they don't meet them. It's a little drafty in that Brooklyn cruise terminal. It's chilly out here in New York. Come on. I, I like my hotel room. And who doesn't want a free hotel room? It's a nice hotel. Uh, you know, the Gallagher 101 here, Team Gallagher 101, the Democrats are nuts. They are screwballs. They are so goofy, they don't know what to do. And now you want to move them, and they don't want to move? Good. You deserve it. You deserve everything you're getting. These cities run by morons like Lori Lightfoot. Did you see that imbecile out there dancing in the streets the other day? Some stupid party, and she's she's dancing in the snow? People are getting shot dead left and right in in Chicago. It's it's one of the most dangerous big cities in the country. She's out there dancing in the street. What me worried? I'm Lori Lightfoot, and the goofy the goofy Democrats of Chicago will probably reelect her. I got no confidence that they're going to get rid of her. You get just what you deserve. You really do. I know we have lots of listeners in Chicago and in New York City and in San Francisco and in Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and I know that. I get it. I'm sorry. You get just what you deserve. You get what you deserve. I don't know what else to say. 1-800-655-MIKE. We're in the relieffactor.com studios. It's the final day of the month. It's Tuesday, January 31st. Got a lot of breaking news on this Tuesday. But this one, this one is wild. Absolutely wild wild. It's bonkers. The migrants don't want to leave their hotel because they don't approve of the new living accommodations that the city of New York wants to give them. Wow. Be careful what you wish for, Democrats. 800-655-MIKE. Press 1 to come on air with us, 2 to leave a voicemail, or text us your comments on the MyPillow text line, which is also 800-655-MIKE. However you get here, 
Get here, because we want to put your voice front and center. If you miss any part of the Mike Gallagher Show, you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. They say the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Ever notice that the more successful you are with Google and your SEO marketing, the more expensive it becomes? That's because you're in the same place as your competitors. Think differently in marketing your business and harness the power of radio by partnering with shows like mine to drive new business to your website or through its doors. The best people to help get you there are my friends at Radioactive Media. I've worked for them for over 20 years. Radioactive Media. They create campaigns airing on all things audio, podcast, terrestrial, satellite, streaming radio. They can create a customized campaign and monitor the results using their unique set of analytic tools so that you're on course to get an ROI as high as 5 to 1. Radioactive Media believes so much in the power of radio marketing, they even use it themselves. Right here, right now. Contact them today. Radioactivemedia.com Radioactivemedia.com or text the word radio to 511-511. Text radio to 511-511 today. Message and data rates may apply. The Mike Gallagher Show. Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, they would not pass a security clearance to be the crossing guard at your local school, let alone be one of the most important intelligence oversight people in the country. There are hundreds of Democrats that are more qualified to serve on that committee. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Portions of our show sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com. Slash Mike G, welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. I just saw a video of an MSNBC personality named Yasmin. I don't know who she is or what show she's on. Young um, woman who, um, healthy, vibrant. And the Chiron on her video said, Yasmin on her health scare. I saw a tweet that the great Christina Pouchaw sent out. Christina is uh, uh, Helms uh, Ron DeSantis's campaign efforts she was his uh press secretary and now she's and she is fierce on twitter and christina retweeted the video of this young woman talking about her her new health challenges christina tweets so this is very sad i have nothing sarcastic to say here just wishing her well and hoping she recovers fully this msnbc personality is young and in great shape but now has myocarditis and pericarditis. She says her heart problems were caused by a cold. Um, Now, you know, health issues are so anecdotal. I, I guess you could get inflammation of the heart and inflammation of the lining of the heart and all kinds of heart problems from a cold. I've never heard of that before. I guess it could be caused by a common virus. But, of course, there's also concern about what could be happening to your heart as a result of the vaccine and the booster shots. Now, this anchor, this host on MSNBC, Yasmin, says, and it was all it was all caused by a cold. Well, does she believe that? Was she told that? Do the doctors know that for sure? When people, you know, if, you, if you're if you on social media, you see the hashtag died suddenly all over the place, people dropping dead of a massive heart attack, people having all kinds of heart problems. And is it anecdotal to say you wonder if the, if the vaccine and the boosters have anything to do with this? I was reading an article in the New York Times of all places. Doctors are not prescribing Paxlovid for COVID now. Uh, only a, per- a percentage of, of doctors in America are willing to prescribe Paxlovid. And the article surmises, and this is the far left, you know, New York Times, well, conspiracy theories and 
you know, skepticism of treatment and doctors are all in on that. Meanwhile, the vast majority of people don't take, and I, listen, the second time I got uh, COVID, I was prescribed Paxlovid. And to be honest with you, I had, my symptoms were a little bit worse the second time than the first time I got COVID. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe Paxlovid kept me out of the hospital. And I'm not sure my doctor would have prescribed Paxlovid. I asked for it based on research. Now, if he didn't want me to have it and he said would have said to me, Mike, I think it's a bad idea, then I wouldn't have taken it. But I took it. And I've got people who, I've again, anecdotally, swear by it. Yep, I had, as soon as I started taking Paxlovid, my symptoms got way better. But according to the New York Times... The majority of doctors in America aren't even prescribing it. It's the it, this this has been the absolute strangest chapter in America's storied history. The way this whole thing has been politicized, and this has become a, a right versus left thing, and people on the left think you're crazy if you don't wear ten masks and get nineteen shots. People on the right think you're crazy to even take a COVID test. I've got friends who refuse to take a COVID test. They don't even want it with with COVID symptoms. They don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't trust what's on that Q-tip. You don't trust what's on the Q-tip. Then again, I can't have blame them. Because I don't know what to believe anymore. You see, last night, They're going to officially end the national COVID emergency in May. May? (laughs) What's with May? This is January 31st. And Biden said months ago the COVID pandemic, the pandemic was over. Well, yeah, but it's Grandpa Joe. Maybe he didn't mean it. Maybe he didn't mean it. it's, It's just... Absolutely wild. I guarantee you the MSNBC anchor, who now has really serious heart problems, and, and Christina Pushaw is right. Your heart breaks for her. This young, beautiful, vibrant, healthy woman, she says she runs 10 miles a day or something. She's a jogger. She runs. She's healthy. She almost dies in the hospital from myocarditis, inflammation of the heart. And it was caused by a common cold? Huh. I'll bet she, well, I'm, I, I got to be careful, and I want to be careful. I remember when the pandemic first began in America, and I told my team, we've got to be responsible. We've got to be careful. We're a show that fields calls and texts and emails and participation and voicemails. We want people engaged with us. We want to hear from you. But I also don't want, I don't, I would, it would It would wreck me if something that I did on this radio show led to somebody being harmed, either because of something you heard or my opinion. And that's what I am. I'm a, I'm a big mouth with a show. You know, I got I got big opinions. I'm no expert. I'm no doctor. I'm no scientist. I have absolutely no idea. I want to live to be 101 years old doing this show. I want to drop over when I'm 101 years old, right in front of this, right on the right in this studio. <laughs> but and I want everybody to be healthy. We are allowed as Americans, in fact, we are expected to be able to debate, to be able to engage one another, to have conversations, to have to question each other. You want to question a vaccine or a booster? You're allowed to do so. You should not be shut down. You want to question the election process that we use in America, you should be able to do so. You should not be shut down. You shouldn't be canceled. You shouldn't be muzzled. You shouldn't be silenced. 
You you get to be silenced if you say, I'm going to kill you. I want to shoot you and kill you. I want to I want you dead. That you get to be you can be silenced or or face the consequences. That's about it. What else should you be not allowed to say in America? To the left, there's a whole ton of things you're not supposed to say and not allowed to say. And these big tech companies, how dare they silence and shut down and deplatform people because they don't follow the proper narrative? That's a load of garbage. That's why we're very, very proud every day to be growing the Salem News Channel, the antidote to the mainstream media. Get the app. Go to snc.tv. You'll watch shows that you hear all day long. You'll be able to uh, to see great, great talent and people like Larry O'Connor and Andrew Wilkow and all the Salem hosts and a whole lot more. we got so many great offerings. Uh, check it out, snc.tv, snc.tv. Download the app and uh, enjoy the Salem News Channel. 16 minutes before the hour. Amazing story out of New York City. Illegals not liking the new accommodations that the mayor of New York wants to move them to. And, of course, there's still lots of drama surrounding the death of Tyree Nichols. There have been a lot of smart takes on this, and there's been a lot of really stupid takes um, I, I was look. I was culling through all of the the video clips we had today before the show. I think Joy Reid gets the uh, she gets the piece of uh, cake on the stupidest, most insidious, anti-American take possible. Here's Joy Reid. Joy Reid last night on MSNBC. Now, if you have a heart. What happened to the 29-year-old father, skateboarder, FedEx driver, and amateur photographer should outrage you. It should shock and disgust you, as should the so-called brothers who chose to behave like a little blue gang rather than as black men. But it damn sure shouldn't surprise you. What happened to Tyree Nichols was as American as apple pie. What happened to Tyree Nichols was as American as as apple pie. People like Joy Reid can't stand when Americans are united. Have you noticed how united Americans are over the death of Tyree Nichols? I guarantee you Joy Reid noticed it, and she doesn't like it one bit. We are unified, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, green, blue, doesn't matter. We are all angry, shocked, disgusted, saddened, outraged by the beating death of this young man. And people like Joy Reid can't stand that kind of unity. They have to say things like, the the haters on the left, the loony left, they say things like that. That the beating death of a 29-year-old man at the hands of five officers was as American as apple pie. Imagine being rich and famous, making millions doing a TV show and spewing that kind of vitriol over the airwaves. Almost brings you to your knees, doesn't it? 800-655-MIKE. We're in the relieffactor.com studios. Feel free to give me your, uh, your reaction to that. What happened to Tyree Nichols was as American as apple pie. Mm, mm, mm. It, it actually... You, you get to a point where you can't even get angry at people like Joy Reid. It's just you just feel sorrow, you just feel sadness, and uh, because it's so pathetic, it defies explanation. Eight hundred six five five Mike, join us. We have an open phone line just for you. Watch the Mike Gallagher Show anywhere, anytime on the Salem News Channel app. Download it on your favorite device today, and take Mike wherever you go. Stream anywhere on any device. The Mike Gallagher Show on TV, right in your pocket. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable, exclusively on the Salem News Channel. 
Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform? Do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? There's a standoff taking place between the migrants and New York City officials. Many of the migrants want better quality housing. And to all these people who are very talented, I don't think you could do what he could, what he did. And I want him to have another shot. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Here's Mike Gallagher. I so appreciate having the opportunity to remind you about the importance of prayer, the importance of remembering what things that really matter. We have a lot of challenges right now as a country. We're going through some tough times. We always will. We always have. But one constant is that God is in control. Um, I, I had a chance to visit with my friend Joe Piscopo yesterday in New York over our Stand With Israel tour coming up this fall. I want, to st- I want to do something a little different. I want to remind you right here, right now, that coming October 25th, Dennis Prager and I are going to lead a group of listeners and viewers on the Salem News Channel to the Holy Land. The Stand With Israel 2023 tour will change your life, and make no mistake about it, you will come back transformed. I've, I've gotten so many emails from people saying that they've gone with us in the past. It was the best trip they've ever taken. This is a transformational trip. You will come back. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's hard for me to put into words, but I promise you, this will be a trip you will never forget. We're headed to Israel, Israel October 25th through November the 3rd. Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Tiberias, Mount of Beatitudes, the Garden Tomb, Gethsemane, Golgotha. I mean, y- you will go visit the sites, and you will walk where Jesus walked. I was talking to a family friend who's going to be going with us this time, and she said, I can't wait to walk the Via de la Rosa, the Stations of the Cross. And they have it marked where Jesus fell, where he was given the water, where he was comforted as he was carrying the cross. It's There's nothing like this trip. So I'm urging you, people are signing up, left and right, and it's a real simple process. Small deposit holds your place. The trip is October 25th. Now's the time to learn all about it. So all you have to do is go to StandWithIsraelTour.com if you want to check it out on the website, StandWithIsraelTour.com. If you text the keyword Israel to our MyPillow text line, which is 800-655-MIKE, we'll send you back the Stand With Israel Tour information, no cost. Please never text and drive. Standard text messaging rates may apply, but if you're interested and you want to learn about it, text Israel to 800-655-6453. We'll send you back the link. You get all the details about the itinerary, the the accommodations, the itinerary. It's the Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher 2023 Stand With Israel Tour, and I truly believe this will be a journey, an adventure, a trip that you will never forget. It, it, it will stay with you for the rest of your life. There's something 
beyond spiritual in having the opportunity to, to visit Israel in person. Stand with Israel. Just text Israel to 800-655-MIKE. Go to standwithisraeltour.com. Or if you're excited and you want to talk to somebody right now, here's their number, 855-565-5519. That's our friends at Inspiration Tours, and they'll answer any question you may have. There are, incidentally, no vaccine mandates, no requirements, no vaccine passport. You don't have to have any proof of anything to get in or out of Israel. We'll travel all throughout the country. There are no vaccine restrictions or requirements to travel to Israel anymore. So again, just text Israel to 800-655-MIKE. Go to standwithisraeltour.com or call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Dennis and I will be broadcasting our shows from Israel. You'll be able to watch us do the show in person. You'll tour with us. We'll break bread together. It'll, it'll, it's a st- I'm so excited. I, I'm counting the days until October 25th and the 2023 Stand with Israel tour. Still lots of conversation throughout America about the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Um, I guess the next chapter will be his memorial service. I haven't seen any specifics yet about his funeral service and what that's going to look like. I'm sure, I think, I saw Reverend Al is going to speak. Um. After all these years of being told black Americans are incapable of racism, suddenly, you know, five black cops beat a guy to death, allegedly, and blacks can be racist. Who knew? Who knew? Um, Tucker Carlson had a pretty smart analysis last night over the Tyree Nichols story that Americans have been discussing ever since the video was released. The The body cam and the surveillance video was released Friday night. Here was Tucker last night on Fox News. So the race riots of 2020, of course, were never about George Floyd. Obviously, that's why there are no statues of him in American cities. They were about changing the country forever. And the first step, of course, was defunding police departments across the country and forcing them to lower their standards to attract unqualified applicants, hiring officers based on skin color rather than integrity or skill or self-control, all in the name of equity. But is that Results in better policing? Well, what happened in Memphis a few weeks ago is one indicator. At least two of the five officers who apparently beat Tyree Nicholas to death were hired under lax diversity-driven standards. They're affirmative action hires. And yet instead of admitting that, and it's true, the media are diverting attention from this fact by accusing these five officers, who are all black, of somehow being white supremacists. Once again, a young black man's death at the hands of police is sparking demands for change regarding police brutality and systemic racism in America. This is about structural racism. It's about white supremacy, but it's also about a system of toxic masculinity, patriarchy, and an overall system of oppression. So it is nonsense that black and brown officers have not been part of the problem of systemic racism and policing. Yes, racism, and the role it almost certainly played in the death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis. The idea that black and brown people can't internalize white supremacy premises tropes, narratives, ways of seeing the world. It's something that I, as a brown man, am telling you is just patently untrue. Okay. So TV anchors who went to Princeton and live in overwhelmingly white neighborhoods are telling you that a killing perpetrated by five black men against a black man is the fault of white people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it does leave you scratching your head. You want me to give you all the examples of progressives saying that blacks aren't capable of racism? Because whites have the power and the privilege. All of a sudden now, these five black cops are white supremacists? I would echo Tucker Carlson. Oh, okay. Huh. Funny how that works, huh? Funny how that works. And incidentally, there's a lot of misinformation. You know, Benjamin Crump, the lawyer who's representing the family, said that Memphis should be the blueprint. And I saw people on social media say, yeah, not like that Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis. Do you know something? I, and I saw this on social media. Derek, you can fact check me if I'm wrong. Maybe somebody can double check this. But it was asserted last night on something I saw online. Derek Chauvin was charged within four days of George Floyd's death. Four days. These guys were charged weeks later. Remember. 
This was January 7th, I believe, was the date of the Tyree Nichols beating death. January 7th. That's weeks ago. And again, I'm sorry if I have this detail incorrect. By the end of the break, we'll have it confirmed. But it was said that Derek Chauvin was charged with George Floyd's death within four days. And yet, wow, we sure saw plenty of rioting. We sure saw a lot of destruction, a lot of loss of life after George Floyd died. It's uh, Tuesday, January 31st. Welcome into the Mike Gallagher Show here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. Hope you join us. Busy day. My uh, daily chat with Mark Davis. A lot of bad weather in Dallas, Fort Worth, and much of the country. Ice, snow, going to the grocery store. Don't get the bread and the water and the milk. Who wants bread and water and milk? You get chips. Get cookies. Get the fun stuff. When you need to say it now, text it. You can text Mike anytime at 800-655-MIKE. That's 800-655-6453. It's your direct pipeline to the happy conservative warrior. It's the MyPillow text line, 800-655-MIKE. George Lucas saw it and said, wow, this this Ron Howard guy and some of these other people in the cast are pretty cool. And so he then made American Graffiti. And then that took off so big and then they came back and made Happy Days. And then Laverne and Shirley was the offshoot of that. And so once again, we find ourselves with another television passing. Rest in peace, Cindy Williams. Mike Gallagher, yeah. were, you a, were you a big consumer of Laverne and Shirley? I was a big Happy Days consumer. Laverne and Shirley, not so much. That's true. Same me with as, me. Same know, with me. So, yeah. I was more Happy Days than Laverne and Shirley. But yeah. What a sad passing. And she was young, right? In her 60s? 75. Uh, 75. Still young. Still young. So that's that's Here's my pop culture uh, uh, tidbit before we dive into something I can't wait to tell you about. And listening to your conversation about running to the grocery store in the ice storm uh, of uh, the great ice storm of all eight of 2023. (laughs) But, But here's, I started, I cracked a book last night. I started reading. The way they were. Do you remember the way we were with Barbara Streisand and Robert, and Robert Redford? Redford? You bet. There sure. was more drama. I rem- for some reason that movie stands out. When I was a kid, I remember loving that movie. I don't know why. Well, Is that 13. what it was? Gosh, I was thirteen. I remember it. I remember. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen it in years, and I want to get it out and watch it again because, or, or, or download it, or stream it, or whatever. Because there's was, a book. His, his name was Hubble or something weird like that. Right, right. Yeah. And he was like a waspy guy, and she was a Jewish progressive, and they fell in love. And the drama behind making that movie yeah. is just juicy. You know me. I love gossip. And this is all, apparently there was, you know, of course, Streisand is famously demanding. Robert Redford didn't really want to do the movie. They There was bickering. There was fighting. It's, it's, and I just cracked the first two or three chapters, and I'm loving it. So it just came out. It's called The Way They the way Were. They somebody, was, I love it. Yep, yep. Love and it's it, all it, about the it. drama and the scandal. All right, let's talk about going to the grocery store. I love yes. the caller, the trucker, who said, hey, Mark. How do you feel about when they make you check check your uh, groceries at the door and you show them the receipt? They've already gonna, made if you. They're gonna, if they're going to trust you enough to check your own groceries, they should trust you not to be shoplifting. And I, I, I kind of see his point. But, you know. I mean, first of all, I plead guilty when there's bad weather, and I don't mean to gloat for the re- as much of the country no, yeah. is going through ice. Yeah, our big our big crisis was a yeah. little bit of fog today, and whether we're going to hit eighty. I think Tampa we're going to hit eighty. Area yeah. in. Mm. Ooh, so sorry. I don't mean to, uh, to 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 rub it in if you're if you're shivering through uh, through some sleet and some uh, some some snow and some cold weather. But I'm I'm when I, when I lived through that, I would I'm the one. Denise would always say, "Hey, forget bread and milk. Get the cookie dough. You get the nachos. <laughs> exactly. We get the French onion dip. Who cares about bread and water and milk? Absolutely. You're not in a cave. I haven't I mean, bought ice." I haven't bought ice cream in six months because I'm trying to do better in a wide variety of ways. I'm standing there and I like loaded up on like three pints of Hagen Dazs. Like, what <laughs> am I doing? I'm not in an igloo for a month. I'm in my house for a couple of days, and I oh, it was crazy. I love it. it. So I'm like you about the self scanning. I've never really liked it very much. Yeah. But listen to this technology. Have you ever heard of a of a retail clothing store called Uniglo? Uh, only from you. You love them. 
Oh, I love this store. This is my go-to now. In fact, I'm really? wearing a Uniglow sport coat on the Salem News Channel as we speak uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. All right, it's it's from Japan. It's a Japanese clothing store. They have a huge one at Disney Springs uh-huh. in at, at Disney World. Now they're also in New York. They have a checkout system. They have a giant wooden bin right next to the electronic scanner. You know, at the end, right? Right, right. You, Mark, you could have fifty items. You throw them all into the bin. You don't do anything. It scans them all while they're sitting in the bin, and it'll give you a readout. And you don't slide anything through. You don't have to hold the 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 the, the wand on a barcode. It's yeah. the craziest thing. And then all it does at the end is say, "Do you confirm you have thirty nine items? We show thirty nine items. You owe three hundred and sixty six dollars and twenty seven cents. And you just click, yep, I confirm it. Boom, you're out. It's the coolest. So leave it to the Japanese because they man. got this technology. They could. If they can do it, Tom Thumb can do it. I yep. guarantee you, it's the coolest. Yep. I just well, had to get that but, off my Well, while well, Tom Thumb is a grocery store with a million different things, th- this sounds like a, a, a very uh, niche, cool, Real high-tech. Cl- well, yeah. high-tech and, and high-toned clothing thing. And I, I, I don't know if that means it's necessarily practical to transfer that over to a grocery store. Maybe you can't <laughs> throw gallons of milk down there in the bin and have your <laughs> whoa, dozen whoa, whoa. eggs. Exactly. Yeah, throw the exactly. eggs down there at the bottom. Hey, but, but in uh, weather, nostalgia, because we, we, we often talk about our earliest, early days. Now, I toiled in the world of radio news for a couple of days. You went right into right into the, 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 the welcoming womb of talk radio. But did you in Dayton ever in the late as the 70s became the 80s, did you ever have to pull the duty of school closings on the radio? Oh, I sure did. We used to read every one of them and it would be pages and pages yes, and pages. You could, nothing, you could do nothing else. Now, I was That's just right. doing news on a, on a couple of music stations. I had a five, six minute news window, you know, uh, downtown could be on fire or, you know, President uh, Carter at the time could have resigned or an asteroid hurtling toward the earth. And I couldn't have done it because I got 27 southern West Virginia counties to report the school closings for because these days it's TV and the Internet and everybody can pick up their phones and see. what. So we don't really have to do that anymore. But I remember that when I was learning the ropes in the in the news department at WKAZ WQBE Charleston West Virginia they said look we call when a school district calls us to tell us they are closed there was a code word there was a code word they, and oh, they, yeah. they all knew it because that was to prevent kids from pranking, pranking. the community by yeah, calling yeah, yeah. Uh, hi this is the uh, Kanawha County School Board <laughs> you know and we're and Rosebud we're, 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 we're closed today we're it's, yeah. exactly so we yeah. oh back in the day man, every market had a radio guy that you grew up with in Dayton it was Lou M on WHIO and Lou M was a legendary morning host in radio everybody and you know you were that probably in West Virginia I was that for some for a blink of an eye but you know kids grew up listening for that one voice that one guy who would say yeah. Corpus Christi Elementary School is no doubt to mm-hmm. and then it was Hallelujah, we would head to the slopes right. and uh, go to the right. hills and do whatever we wanted to do. All right, let's, uh, you know, I, I, I texted you yesterday. They found a white cop that they can now, uh, yes. you know, throw into the mix <laughs> with the Tyree Nichols beating death. Yeah. It is, it is. a Tucker said something last night that really got my attention. For years, we were told by progressives that blacks are incapable of racism right. because whites have all the privilege and the power. It's all and institutional. So you, black people are not capable of racist behavior. Funny how that switched all of a sudden. <laughs> yep. That that changed on a dime. <laughs> now you got five, uh, I guess, black faces of white supremacy like Larry in Elder, Memphis. Yeah, exactly. Just like Larry Elder. It's the wildest thing. It's exhausting to keep up with the race hustlers who want to make racism. Uh, ha- Listen, th- th- a terrible thing happened to this young man. A terrible, terrible thing. And there will be justice dispensed. There but should be. And, and there has to be. There must yeah. be. And, and incidentally, I'm kind of glad to see people that stood around watching it having to, uh, some accountability. Everybody yep. had a role to play. If you and I are, are partners and, and, you know, patrolling and, and you go nuts on somebody, it's up to me as another police officer to pull so you, you off of him. What are you doing exactly I mean, right. Mark, what do you think made them so angry at this I guy? Can't, I can't possibly imagine. Was it anger? Was it? I mean, we oh, talked. Oh, that's we, rage. We, that's we talked yesterday. Rage. We talked yesterday about the d- run, running from the cops really makes the 
mad. We talked about that. And I think that's what got Rodney King, you know, beat as bad as he was. I, I guess that's it. Or you mentioned rage or you mentioned I, 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 I hesitate to try to engage in the mind reading necessary to know what motivated them. Was it power tripping? Was it bad training? Was it I, 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 I can't. I, I, and, and I feel and I feel guilty even asking the question because who cares? I mean, in a way, it's like you're, you're almost victim blaming. Well, no, no it's no, almost. No, no, it you know matters. what I mean? It, it, it matters a lot. The answer well, to that question matters. But what I mean is nothing he did should have justified any of that. And no, and what I'm and, and it's almost like it I almost feel like I'm saying, well what did she do to wind up getting beat no, up no, by I, her husband? No, you know you're not. You know not what I mean? That. Yeah, I'm I not. Do. I don't you, mean you know to. And I but I but I absolutely am mystified as to because the white guy that they got on tape and the the reason they're throwing the book at him, he was caught on tape saying, I hope they stomp his yeah, ass. You yeah. know, they stomp him. Yeah. What in the heck did he do? I, I mean, and everything you see on the video, I, I mean, it seems to me clearly the one time he ran, he's trying to protect his life. At he's like, point, you guys are beating point, me to death. I'm trying exactly to get to right. my mama, and yeah. I got to get out of here. I think everybody would have tried to get out of those. I, I don't, I don't get it. This whole thing is as mysterious to me as the missing monkeys from the Dallas Zoo. I, I, wow. What is I mean, with that? I mean, I like can't imagine. We had a leopard. We had monkeys. We had a dead vulture, which just invites unfortunate jokes. I, 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 I don't know. I've, I've never. And what's the next thing that they will lose or will have escaped at the uh, at the Dallas Zoo? So, I can't like you that. said, I mean, and it's probably not. Not that hard to figure out. Somebody stole them to try to well, sell them on the black market. I would assume he got cameras all over the place. How do you sell a valuable, what is it, the emperor tamarind monkey? How do you fence a monkey? How do you get out online and say, hey, I got this monkey, man. <laughs> that's I, a, I, that's I, a wildest, I wildest I can't thing. imagine. Meanwhile, speaking of Florida news, Florida lawmakers yesterday introduced legislation yeah, that buddy. allow people to carry a concealed firearm without having to get a government-issued permit. Constitutional um, carry, baby. You don't need a permit for your First Amendment rights. Why do you need one for your Second Amendment Because rights? State Representative Chuck Brannon said, our right to bear arms, of course, is enshrined in the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It's true. It's, I love how Florida just makes progressives' heads explode. They, we do things here. I mean, Ron DeSantis well, is the antithesis of of, yeah. of woke ideology, and they say, "Oh, hold my beer." Guess what? We're not going to get any government permission to carry. DeSantis um, is also making one non-liberal head uh, um, rustle a little bit. So, the, let's sixty seconds on this. Here we go. I, I want Trump at his best. He's running. I want him at his best. DeSantis at his best. Anybody else that wants to run, show me your best. Is it Trump at his best when he? Fusses and moans about DeSantis and makes up crap about him and COVID response and then suggests, and this is the one that kills me, that it is somehow disloyal to him for DeSantis to run for president. I, th- that's crazy. Why can't somebody get to him and say, sir, you're not helping yourself? But the first thing that I do, and I hand it over to you with the following comment, it would be easy for me to say, oh, Trump's killing himself. It's 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 campaign suicide. No, it's not, because a whole huge percentage of the people who love him, that might not be their favorite thing, but it's not a deal breaker for him. Well, to do that. Uh, my, my response is I'm surprised anyone's surprised. I mean, it's it, it, yes. exactly what he's already done this. This He's just repeating the playbook of 2016. You think he was nice to Ted Cruz? He gave out Lindsey Graham's cell phone number. And, <laughs> and now they're golfing buddies. And now I Lindsey, mean, Lindsey is in South Carolina at the Trump event this past week. And, so, and, I mean, and Lindsey Graham said uh, uh, yesterday, and, I, and this is my litmus test, yeah. which of the Republican challengers to Donald Trump could replicate what Trump accomplished? And and I would I would take that a step beyond. Mm-hmm. I, I, my litmus test is who fills a stadium like Trump? Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. Glenn Youngkin. I think the first question is more important than the second. I don't necessarily need my guy to fill eighteen thousand seats, but I do need him to come out with Trump style energy, Trump style conservatism, Trump style beat down of the left. And for right. that, my my confidence in DeSantis is pretty high. I think yep. there's evidence that he's up to the task. But again, I, I don't know. So. Well, I think the joke about DeSantis is there's all kinds of whispers and supposed reporting that they're kind of gearing up for an announcement. Mm-hmm. There's no confirmation he's even going to run. He may be saying, you know what? 
Yep. I'm not going to get in that arena. I, I I got a state to run. I got good things in Florida. But the last thing I need to do is go to DEFCON 1 with Donald Trump I, and but his ma- supporters. Un- unless he does. Unless he wants to because his inaugural and his various pronouncements, his everything DeSantis does, seems aimed at a national audience, not just a Florida audience. I don't you know. be right. I don't know. I don't know. Right. We, we, let the game come to us. A right, wise Florida, friend of mine likes right, to Florida, say. Florida, man. Enjoy your right. day of 60-some degrees. Thumb. I'll be yeah. scanning and I'll I'll be uh, getting the and don't forget, forget the bread and the water and the milk, <laughs> ice get cream, the cookies, cookies, get the good stuff. Yeah, come on, enjoy a snow day. <laughs> exactly right. What's it for? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.